The ad market expands for a 15th straight month, and Lamar issues a dividend. That's getting paid this week. Online advertising bracing for a rocky road ahead as Facebook finds itself in the crosshairs yet again, this time for allegedly collecting patient data from hospital websites. Group M unveils connected TV viewability study. Find out how many ads get served to TVs that aren't even on. You heard that right. How many ads get served to TVs that are not even on? All of this and more on today's tear sheet, June 20th, 2022. June 20th, 2022. Happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. This is your tear sheet. Diving right in. First, the ad market expands for a 15th straight month, but that growth is slowing, according to media post analysis of data from Standard Media Index's U.S. ad market tracker. According to that SMI analysis of the agency pool data, the deceleration is attributable entirely to traditional electronic and print media, with out-of-home and digital soaring in both the first quarter and second quarter through May of this year. The most significant shift in advertising spend has been to out-of-home up 117% compared to 2020. There are some really interesting nuggets in this data, which will be linked in the show notes, so I encourage you to check it out. It appears that with performance marketers adapting to some of the most recent changes to Facebook and Google's ad platforms, the emergence of others like Amazon's DSP, spend in digital is up 97% over 2020, which saw advertisers shifting almost entirely to digital online tactics because of COVID lockdowns. And if all politics are local, then all advertising is local too, with radio and out of home, the ultimate power couple of local seeing the most growth over the past two years while magazines and newspapers continue to fade. Second to the growth of digital online, out-of-home and radio are the two channels seeing the most growth over the last two years. Again, with out-of-home up 117% comparing Q2 2020 to Q2 2022, radio up 80% in that same time period, though radio spending has shown signs of slowing down, while out-of-home hasn't, up 42% compared to 2021, while radio is down 11% in the year-over-year analysis. Despite that growth in digital online, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, as Media Post predicts a rocky road ahead for the category overall. Trip Chowdhury, Managing Director of Equity Research at Global Equities Research, believes the downturn in the economy will prompt advertisers to consolidate the amount spent on advertising to a very few select platforms that are working. Uh, They reference Meta, Facebook, Google, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, uh, all of that very debatable in today's ever-changing digital ad landscape. A great opportunity is here for Out of Home in that we're able to deterministically target an audience based on real-world behavior. The data we use isn't subjected to the same privacy restrictions as data used for targeting ads online is. On a CPM, on a relative cost basis, obviously Out of Home offering a great alternative as brands are looking to invest through challenging months ahead. As we look at the challenge that forecast uh, against pullback in the ad spend market is going to be largely caused due to recessionary trends. A report published by Civis Science shows that as inflation and gas prices begin to impact everything from food to healthcare, consumers are holding back when it comes to purchasing some items. 76% of Americans say that they chose not to purchase an item at the grocery store in the past month because of its high cost. People are making cost-cutting choices when it comes to healthcare. Civis Science data based on 
3,646 responses from May 31st to June 2nd shows that 27% of U.S. adults say they could not visit a doctor in the past 12 months for financial reasons, and 22% chose not to purchase their prescription medications for the same cause. That's not only troubling on a human-to-human level, but cause for concern and attention as we start setting budgets and goals for the second half of the year and thinking about how we go to market and provide value to our clients as we're all going through this at the same time. In May, Lamar Advertising Company announced an increase in cash dividend on common stock that's going into effect this week. The board of directors declared a quarterly cash dividend of $1.20 per share payable on the 30th to stockholders of Lamar's Class A common stock, Class B common stock getting paid today, June 20th, on that dividend. Lamar expects aggregate quarterly distributions to stockholders in 2022, including the $1.10% Dollar and ten cent per share dividend paid on March thirty first will total eight four dollar and seventy cent per common share dividend year to date. So then, who's the better buy? Is it Lamar? Is it Clear Channel? Well, according to Namesh Jaswal from StockNews global outdoor ad markets expected to grow to thirty three billion dollars by twenty twenty six, and that figure is largely self reported estimate, but it's comp- considered to be uh, while underestimated directionally accurate. Lamar's net revenue increased 21% year over to 451 million for the first fiscal quarter compared to 41% increase for Clear Channel and 525 million dollars respectively. Lamar's EBITDA grew 25.5% to 191 million, while its net income came in at 92 million representing 140% year over growth with earnings per share up 91 cents. In that same time, Clear Channel EBITDA came in at $66 million compared to a loss of $32 million in the prior year quarter. Net loss came in at $89.73 million, representing a 73% year-over-year decline. With the second quarter coming to a close, analysts expect Lamar's revenue to increase another 10% for the quarter ending June 30th and 10% in fiscal 2022. The company is earning per share to grow 7% ending in 10 days, 28% overall for the year. On the other hand, Clear Channel revenues expected to increase 28% for the quarter ending on the 30th and 16% in fiscal 2022. Earnings per share is expected to grow 85% for the quarter and 83.9% in fiscal 2022 as the earnings per share is continued to ex- uh, expected to grow at 7% over the next five years. While outdoor advertising is expected to grow exponentially with increasing demand this year and beyond, both Lamar and Clear Channel expected to profit from that. It seems as though Lamar is the better bet for now because of its higher profit margin, robust financials, and again, this all according to stocknews.com. From MediaDailyNews.com, Group M unveils that CTV connected TV viewability study, finding as much as 10% of ads being delivered with the TV off. The announcement says Group M and the media companies are working with standard setting bodies to create a streamlined measurement framework and set of best practices to ensure ads are only counted when delivered to TV screens that are on with people in front of them. But oddly does not include any explicit reference to the Media Rating Council, which has served as the ad industry's self-regulatory body for setting standards and auditing and accrediting measurement services that meet them since the 1960s, following the congressional hearing and a consent decree with the U.S. Department of Justice. Otter still that the announcement comes one weekday after the MRC held a webinar explaining its standard-setting process for audience measurement, how it works, why it's integral to the 
audits and accreditation processes and it oversees for the U.S. ad industry. The only trade body explicitly cited in the announcement is the IAB, which normally works closely with the MRC on setting these industry audience measurement standards. The IAB and IAB Tech Lab have been at the forefront of the unique challenges of the CTV space across publishers, platforms, apps, and OEMs. IAB CEO David Cohen said in a statement included in the Group M announcement. Adding to that, the Tech Lab plans to release an open measurement SD for the SEK kit for the CTV in the CTV in the third quarter, uh, falling behind here on the teleprompter. It will also deliver a set-off signal and algorithmic assessment around the likelihood that a person is in the room viewing it. We commend Group M and others who look to quantify industry opportunities such as this one. Look forward to continued education, best practice sharing, and technical standards to address these areas. Our video leadership summit happening in just a few short weeks will tackle these issues head on. Group M said the initiative follows a joint study it conducted conducted with audience measurement firm iSpot that quantifies inflated CTV and delivery counts and reveals that on average, 8 to 10% of streaming impressions play when the TV is shut off, primarily through ancillary devices. The Group MI spot study also found that 17% of impressions delivered only through CTV streaming devices such as dongles, gaming consoles, and sticks were delivered when the TV was shut off. 17%. That's basically one out of every five impressions an advertiser is paying for is literally not being shown to anyone. And while I've never been a fan of the out-of-home advertising industry positioning of always on because it's a little bit too abstract for me, apparently literally just being on is enough of a value proposition in 2022. So YOLO, out of home. It's always on. And apparently that's good enough. So there's some food for thought. If you're investing in connected TV or you know someone who is, just assume that 10 to 20% of it is going to TVs that are not turned on. Probably going to be some uh, budgets getting reevaluated while these new guidelines are worked out. That's a great opportunity for out of home to help advertisers reinvest in channels that are always on. And because they just can't leave well enough alone, Facebook is back in the crosshairs being sued for allegedly collecting patient data from hospital websites. Just last Friday, Facebook was hit with a lawsuit alleging it violates users' privacy by collecting and monetizing sensitive medical data from hospital websites. A Maryland resident and MedStar health patient proceeding as an anonymous John Doe alleges in a class action complaint filed Friday in a U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California that Facebook knows or should have known that its pixel tracking tool is being improperly used on hospital websites, resulting in the wrongful contemporaneous redirection to Facebook of patient communications. The lawsuit comes one day after the markup reported that 33 of the country's top 100 hospitals have a Facebook pixel used for tracking on their websites. That pixel sends Facebook uh, Facebook IP addresses of people who use the hospital sites to schedule a doctor's appointment, according to the markup. Researchers at the news organization said they found the Facebook pe- pixel inside the password-protected patient portals of seven health systems. The hospitals may have violated HIPAA, which prohibits doctors and hospitals sh- from sharing information about patients without their consent, according to the markup. 
That law itself doesn't restrict Facebook from sharing data. But according to the complaint, Facebook told users that publishers only send data to Facebook if they have the legal right to do so. In other words, Facebook allegedly misrepresented its policies by collecting information from outside websites that weren't supposed to disclose the information. Facebook knowingly receives patient data, including patient portal usage information from hundreds of medical providers in the United States that have deployed the Facebook pixel on their web properties, the lawsuit alleges. Well, that's a bad situation that is definitely going to keep getting worse before it gets better. Uh, now, it's really important to know that there is a win in this for out of home and in all of this bad news about data, because the key distinction here is how the data is being collected and used. When the data is being collected and used for the purpose of serving ads online, it's subjected to all of the legislation you hear about. Yet when it's used to observe how audiences move, where they spend time and money, commercial real estate, things like that is not subjected to the same privacy laws. This is important because as privacy laws get stricter, it makes the targeting available for reaching real audiences in the real world even more powerful. And that takes us to our MotionWorks Marketing Minute of the Day. Did you know that West Virginians are more on the move today than maybe ever before? People in the state of West Virginia are on the move, traveling an average of 22.6 miles every single day. Miles traveled per day were up in every West Virginia DMA in Q1 2022 versus 2019. And that's important to note because that's pre-COVID lockdown comparison with Charleston Huntington DMA topping the charts up 9% to 30 miles a day. That was your MotionWorks Marketing Minute of the day. And this has been your tear sheet for June 20th, 2022. Be sure to subscribe and tune in tomorrow for more from the front lines.